0: You're listening to a podcast from Newstalk ZB. Follow this and our wide range of podcasts now on iHeartRadio. One,
1: two, one, two, three. The rewrap. there oh, and welcome to The Re-Wrap for Thursday. All the best bits from the Mike Hosking breakfast on Newstalk ZB in a sillier package. I am Glenn Hart and today uh, the US primaries uh, explained... Sort of. Um, Some very controversial topics discussed on the show this morning, including the Barbie movie and its Oscar nominations or lack of, as well as uh, the Future for Self checkouts. And then uh, we'll take you, we'll whisk you off to the nearest Goldilocks planet. But before any of that, what is it exactly that David Seymour wants to do to the Treaty of Waitangi?
0: don't think it's going to be very long before we see Christopher Luxon depicted in a cartoon somewhere as a firefighter trying to hose down a blaze caused by Winston and David Seymour. That's essentially what he had to do at Ratney yesterday, making it clear the government has no intention to amend or revise the treaty. And as you've heard David say, more, uh, say just a couple of minutes ago, that is not what he wants to do either. Those three main points are what matters, he says, and clarifying those. As I've suggested before, there's been a bit of mischief-making coming from the opposition side. The Treaty Principles Bill essentially seeks to clarify our understanding of those points. Basically, the government's in charge. It's in charge of governing us all. The government will look after our staff and our rights. All New Zealanders are equal before the law. However, uh, the issues around using Maori names for government departments are being twisted into a perceived attack on Maori. Uh, that makes the government the enemy for some, as we heard that word used at Ratna. The coalition is, another phrase, a three-headed tanifa. So we're into a spell of colourful politics. Ratna isn't usually the place for histrionics, yet there was a bit of jeering and booing there. Waitangi has more of a track record for what you might call confrontation. So a tricky time lies ahead for Mr. Lunkson, navigating all of this. And if Ratna's anything to go by, uh, Mari at least seem willing to to listen to what he has to say. The problem will be navigating some colourful and inaccurate invected coming from the likes of the Maori Party, and even to his shame the previous uh, Prime Minister being somewhat disingenuous uh, about this whole affair. I'm sure that putting out fires is not what Luxon wants to be spending too much time on as Prime Minister, but like it or lump it... That's the job, mate.
1: Yes, Captain Chaos, eh? Captain of the coalition of chaos. Um, I guess uh, uh, you know on the on the bright side, running the country probably seems quite easy after trying to run the coalition of of those two. The Uh, rewrap. It's not as complicated as uh, trying to get elected president uh, in the United States. Isn't American politics
0: baffling? In arguably the most powerful nation on Earth with a population well over 300 million, both the main candidates for president right now look um, a bit shabby, don't they? The way things are looking at this moment, the country will be led either by a doddery old fart with some dodgy offspring or a raving egomaniac with a dodgy business track record and his own dodgy offspring. Out of that massive population and all that economic power, they are the best that aspires to occupy the white house where's the kennedy where's the clinton reagan would do a carter perhaps even an obama barring a major political shock the republican nomination will go to donald trump and joe biden wants another crack from the other side perhaps what it tells us is the rest of America is either completely satisfied with the way things are going there, or they perceive no prospect of changing the way things are done. You'd think voter turnout might be an indicator. Only two-thirds of the eligible population bothered to vote at the last presidential election. Three out of ten people in the states have not voted in the past three election rounds not for the presidency in 2020 nor in either 18 or 22 for the midterms less than 40 percent voted in all three of those less than four out of ten could be bothered is that apathy or a signal that people see no point because they don't like either side and the system there is still a first past the post duopoly just as a side note Our turnout last time, 78% overall, it's been in the 80s under MMP, should be a lot better. So why does it matter to us anyway? If they want a ridiculous lunatic for a president, well, that's their business, isn't it? Well, apart from the significant geopolitical issues, we do a fair bit of business with the United States, and there's a lot of two-way travel between there and here, not to say many, many family connections. Oh, and incidentally, we've just agreed to get involved in a somewhat contentious military adventure led by the Americans in the Middle
1: East. Interesting that um, Tim was calling for a, um, a Reagan or a Clinton in amongst that list of strong leaders... Um you know, a, a guy who denied he was having an extramarital affair while he was having an extramarital affair while he was president. Or a guy who was suffering from dementia during his second term as president. So yeah. I don't know. Have we really fallen that far? The rewrap. Now, onto the the, the real uh well, what do we call these? The, 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 the issues that matter this morning. Uh, Barbie, not enough Oscar nominations. Ryan
0: Gosling is disappointed that some of his uh, co-stars and the director of Barbie did not get nominated for an Oscar. He was nominated as a supporting actor for his performance as Ken. And he's, you, you sometimes think, oh, it's a bit early for Sour Grapes. We haven't actually gone through the nominations, decided whether you won yet or not. Uh, but he issued a statement saying, look, I'm extremely honoured to be nominated by my colleagues alongside such remarkable artists in a year of so many great films. And I never thought I'd be saying this, but I'm also incredibly honoured and proud that it's for portraying a plastic doll named Ken. But there's no Ken without Barbie. And there's no Barbie movie without Greta Gerwig, the director, and Margot Robbie, uh, the two people most responsible for this history-making, globally celebrated film. No recognition will be possible for anyone on the film without their talent, grit, and genius. Uh, To say I'm disappointed they are not nominated would be an understatement against all odds with nothing but a couple of soulless, scantily clad and thankfully crotchless dolls they made us laugh, they broke our hearts they pushed the culture and they made history their work should be recognised uh, along with the very other, de- uh, the other very deserving nominees. Having said that I'm so happy for America Ferreira, and the other incredible artists who contributed their talents to making this such a groundbreaking film and a very colourful prose you'd say uh, for Barbie, and at the end of the day it's only a film, and at the end of the day it's only the Oscars, but there you are, he feels very passionately about Margot not getting the nod for Best Actress and about Greta Gerwig, the director not getting the nod incidentally Oppenheimer pretty much swept the board in terms of nominations, and this is only the nomination stage. When are the Oscars? Usually about a month after the nominations come out, aren't they? Something like that. Uh, but anyway, that's what uh, Ryan Gosling is saying. Happy to have been nominated. I mean,
1: it, it, it is a little ironic that the 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 point of the movie is kind of you know railing against toxic masculinity, and the main, and he's out there being the, the main man, The main man. It's the only way he gets nominated
0: <laughs> and but. he's and he's swinging his proverbial uh, because he's quite big noise in Hollywood uh, to say the very least and he's done some fantastic work he played Neil Armstrong in that movie First Man and uh, it, it brought out so much about the character of uh, the first person to step on the moon and before you reach for your phone to text if you believe we actually went
1: to the moon you're mad don't bother cuz i do yeah it was good actually I enjoyed that First Man movie as well. Didn't seem to get as much publicity as I thought it should have. Um, I'm looking forward to uh, Four Guy as well when that comes out too. I am a bit of a Gosling fan. Uh, I still think it's funny that, you know... <laughs> Ken gets nominated. Anyway. The Rewrap. Now, um, there aren't many uh, topics... They divide a nation quite like the self-checkouts do. The the worm may be turning on the self-checkout front,
0: according to research that's been done in the States. They found out that uh, uh, people don't actually like them. I've been a fan of the self-checkout from the very beginning. However, uh, one university retail expert, uh, Christopher Andrews at the Drew University, it uh, says, despite the money that they've put into the millions, if not billions of dollars in self-checkouts, uh, they're not exactly working. Uh, despite the cost of installing, many retailers, he says, are now reversing course. Target, for instance, is only having a few and restricting the number of items you can actually put through the self-checkout. Otherwise, you've got to wait in line. Walmart has removed them from some stores because there's just so much theft associated with them. And you probably heard about that supermarket chain, Booths, which uh, uh, is not Boots the Chemist, but they are an upmarket kind of uh, cosmetics, toiletry-type store. They've taken uh, the number down uh, because customers have complained about them being slow and unreliable. So it may be the the whole self-checkout thing will turn out to be a bit of a fad, which would be a pity if you are one of those people that just wants to go in and grab one or two things, zip through the self-checkout, and then, boom, you're out the door, uh, uh, unless they're actually going to do, uh, you know, the the right thing and install people instead and have people actually at the checkout. When you... uh, When you see there's one checkout open and there's a line of six people there already waiting, you're going to go through the self-checkout, aren't you? Even you're going to go past the sign that says no more than 20 items, as I did and as I will do next time I see a queue that's too long. uh, And even if I do have more than 20 items, that is my bold defiance. For 2024, I will not tolerate you the queue. you going to stand up
1: for what you believe? I am going to stand
0: Oh, It is time somebody did, don't you think?
1: So it's not it's not that people don't like them. It's that the shops don't like them. Because they can't make them work the way that they should. Um, is it Uniqlo? I think Uniqlo, they do the thing where you don't even have to... Yeah, everything's got a little RFID tag in it. And so... You don't even have to scan it. You just walk out with the stuff in a bucket. And that seems to work. Don't, don't hear them complaining. The re-rap. We're going to finish up here with more... We've had a lot of space news from Tim this week, actually, uh, which uh, I don't mind. quite like a bit of space news. And, uh, yeah, here's some more. Good to know that astronomers have found a
0: possible 85 planets once we've destroyed this one. Uh, which will be fairly soon, I think, the way we're going. Uh, another 85 possible planets that we might consider moving off to that are all in the so-called Goldilocks zone, where they're sort of far enough away from a sun to be cool enough for life, but not so far away that it's absolutely freezing. I, I've uh,
1: always liked the sound of those Goldilocks planets, because I yeah, figure there's probably all the porridge you can eat there.
0: And, and bears as well to contend with. But otherwise, uh, you know, they're all very good. This is work that's been done by the... Uh, Transitioning Exoplanet Survey Satellite, or TESS, that NASA has sent up and they're very impressed, they're very excited they reckon uh, that there are 60 new discoveries and 25 which have been found by other independent research teams, so a potential 85 planets for us to go off and trash once we've finished the job with this one, and the great thing is uh, that assuming you're able to travel at the speed of light it's only going to take a few decades to travel to any one of these new Locations. So it may be time to start packing and you know, go online, apply for a visa, and all the rest of it. Things could
1: be good. What I'm really looking forward to uh, when we move to the Goldilocks planet is um, a nice, comfy bed. Uh, Imagine not because I've we've considered uh, upgrading our bed several times, and every time we've gone to do it. It's just too much of a risk. You think, how do you know that it's going to work? You think it's comfortable in the shop and then you get it home and then maybe not. And then you think, ah, oh, we'll just leave it as it is. But if you're on a Goldilocks planet, obviously it's just right every time. Uh, license to tell dad jokes, two licenses. I'm Glenn Hart. That was the rewrap and we'll be back with more of that kind of quality entertainment tomorrow. I bet you can't wait. The
0: rewrap. The rewrap.